just messed it. Okay, it's going. Yeah. All right. So um, let's, uh, Mark, would you mind uh, opening us with uh, a word of prayer? Father, you, uh, you have taught um, each one of us um, through this study and this, I'll, I'll even call it a journey, um, this quest um, of knowing you um, and walking in intimacy with you and purity and integrity. Um, Father, you have uh, done a great work in each of our lives, and Father, we, we seek today to uh, step back and um, remember and to um, acknowledge uh, that hand of yours that has been working in each of our souls to um, transform us, to change us, to make us more like Christ. Father, we want to acknowledge those things in our time together today. Father, I pray that um, what we share would be sweet and um, be encouraging and um, that uh, you would help us as we talk these things through to um, be able to um, conscientiously slot them in the right places in our minds and our hearts such that we can um, obey you and that we can um, continue to grow in our intimacy with you. And uh, Father, I know that each one of us are on this journey and uh, just want to be able to acknowledge that this last year, year and a half have been um, incredibly uh, po powerful just my own personal life and Father I thank you for um, the incredible privilege to be able to um, walk in this manner uh, with each of the brothers and sisters here in this room and uh, to watch what you've been doing in their lives and Father may we make much of you this day and uh, may you be glorified as a result and Father may you take the things we've learned and help us to apply them um, day in, day out, moment in, moment out, decision in, decision out, um, to be able to um, glorify you in our lives. But Father, even just as important to be able to um, have the courage, have the um, strength, have the desire, have the love to um, come alongside others that uh, we walk with and to um, honor them and to love them, and that our, uh, the truth of your word would be um, uh, forever profound in lives, and uh, may we um, glorify you as a result of that also. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome, world traveler. Hey! hey. Yeah, good to see you. Oh, and I'll sit there. See what happens when you pray, Mark? Wow. <laughs> you attracted me and then you repulsed me all at the same time. <laughs> I didn't say that. They said that. I know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so um, this, is, uh, this is really not uh, the final class. If this may be the final formal class meeting for this particular um, study, but it, it's certainly not the, the final event, the final encouragement, the final challenge, um, and the final trial that we have as we move forward in life with Christ and uh, to walk with Him and to, uh, to be closer to Him. And I, I know and it's difficult for teachers to be quiet, you know? <laughs> Um, but uh, I do know that uh, when I was just going back through the week, just contemplating uh, the content that I learned, uh, the content that I uh, uh, was able to apply, it's just, uh, it's, it's very encouraging and it's convicting at the same time. And so I, I found myself probably putting way too much down. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, we're looking forward, I know everybody's looking forward to hearing just from you individually. Uh, Dietmar, you're not, on the, you're not on the hook because you weren't here to know what the homework was, so you can, you can listen and I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, share with us some of the 
things that the Lord has done in your heart and uh, life through this study. So I just, uh, you know, we, we can begin maybe by asking the first question, or does, does anyone have something in particular relative to the questions that they just really want to share with the group to start us off? Well, I, I mean, I think my, I tried to articulate that really in, in my prayer this morning, but, um, you know, this has been one of the most profound studies I've had personally, so it's been very valuable. Yes, it, it has, uh, and I, w I would echo that. Mark and I were talking a little bit about, you know, putting the slide deck together, and there's some stuff missing because there's some fairly lazy, there was a lazy guy that was part of the group that <laughs> did, didn't do the PowerPoints, but we, we need to backfill some of that information. But um, I was talking this morning with Mary, just, um, she asked me how my week was, and uh, I, I don't know if she noticed, but I paused a little bit. I did. <laughs> I paused and I thought to myself, you know, don't give a cliche answer, be honest with yeah. this. Yeah. And I, and I... You mean like fine? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fine. And I um, thought back, and I was, I guess I was a little embarrassed to say that I, I don't remember a lot this week. It's been so hurried, you know, just everything. Um, uh, so one of the things that I responded to, it says, go back, read through the study. One of the questions, which, which sections were most challenging for you personally and why? And I wrote this down. I just find this interesting, the correlation between Mary's question and God's providence. And I just wrote, I said, um, defining the problem, which is lacking intimacy with God, there was a quote that Mark, um, and I don't know who this quote is attributed to, but it says, we must learn anew to think deeply, to worship meaningfully, and to meditate unhurriedly. And I underlined the word unhurriedly because I just... Um, I guess in my place right now, I mean in my life right now, um, it seems like, I don't want to say everything, it seems like my life is going by in a, in a very rapid pace. Um, and um, and I, I do need to have, um, I, I need to intentionally, I know we're using that word a lot, which is really, really important for me, I need to intentionally, on a daily basis, um, sort of take a step back and, uh, and, and have some fundamental questions and scripture to think about to uh, sort of realign myself. So um, th that, that has been, I think, my most challenging um, struggle, not just this week or this year, but over the last several years uh, for a, a number of reasons. And, um, you know, the question why, I, I think some of that has to do with, uh, um, we'll just call it additional responsibilities in life that get added to you, um, and, and some for a very good reason. Uh, but when you take those additional responsibilities, when I take those additional responsibilities on, I have to all the more um, be have, have an intentional purpose and, and means to continually adjust myself, um, <coughs> making sure that am I walking in agreement with God and His Word? Is He agreeing with my passions and my desires? So. <coughs> That's a dramatic pause, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> And I think for me, it's kind of like the opposite because there's some things that I don't do anymore. And so my life has become a little bit more simpler, mm -hmm. I guess, um, which isn't always a good thing. But so, but for me, I wanted to, I don't want this intimacy with God to be something that's like rote or something mm -hmm. I just, okay, I got to do it at this time. Yeah. I'm trying to open myself up to more times that it doesn't always have to be that prayer time. It could be having that music on and worshiping and, and that. So trying to incorporate that into my day and not just, oh, this has to be done by such and such or whatever, you know, in the morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. and that. So, um, 
And then also the memorizing scripture, mm -hmm. not an easy task for me. <laughs> no. And so what I do, though, is I have a book, and I put scriptures scriptures that speak to me, and I put them in there. And so a lot of times I, I will try to read those daily mm -hmm. and just read them. And then, you know, but it's so hard for me just to not look and recite, you know, that. But that's how I do it. I have my, you know, little journal of scriptures and Well, I put the introduction, I thought, was so good that he had because he talked about that I may know him more deeply every day. And sometimes our day goes by and we don't do. We feel like, how much did I pray today? How much did I do this? Because I want to be everything that I do in his will. And it's, it's not easy for me because I slip a lot. And another thing, that I may be transformed to be more like him. And that's even harder for me. But I do my best as much as I can. And God helps me along the way. And there was another one, it, silence. You know, we talked about silence. And if you stop and notice how much noise is everywhere you go, it's hard to really concentrate unless you have a quiet place in your home, and if you have children, that's kind of hard too, and, and other people living. I live alone now, so I do and can find more private, but there are people outside, cars, you know, there's still a lot of noise, but I try to, yeah, the telephone, yeah, all kinds of things, and I, I know I'm covering too much things here, but uh, aisles are a big thing and it's just like it was pointed out to me I do have more aisles than I thought I did. We start thinking we're pretty much okay and, and we're not so and I, I want the Lord to continually point out what my aisles are. Some I know and some because you brought that out a lot too whoever taught. Uh, right. Both of you are great and uh, I just uh want him to show me, and I'll do my best to, to pick out idols. I, I worry about that as much as anything, because anything I put before Christ is an idol, and I don't want to do that. So I feel like I have grown in this also. I, I always love the reminder of that little book, Intimacy with the Almighty, because I think that was a journey that it's been some years now that where I had come up ten, short. 10 1 2000. Oh, see, I'm not like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, oh, great. It was three <laughs> days, it was three days before my birthday. Because I was going to say, it's greater, <laughs> greater than 10 years that I was introduced to that book. But I was going through, and I've been a believer since I was nine years old. I mean, I have no doubt, you know, and I've seen a, a progression, but you know, you got your, and, um, and then I had come to a point, I guess, in, in 2000, where I was like, golly, is this all there is to this? And that was a total, yes, that was a question in my head. I, I was just not satisfied anymore, which is a good thing, you know, in some ways, and what do I do with it? And then that little book came into my life, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> intimacy with the Almighty. So, you know, and I'm not there yet. I mean, this was a great study, and I, I'm a real black and white thinker, my part that I really loved was the, I'm not going to get them right, but like the assessment phase, the different phases. Assessment, what's the middle one? Yeah. Um, the diagnostic. Yeah. And then the, the uh, prescriptions. Yeah, and then, and which to me is the stabilization phase. Right. You know, to mm -hmm. me that's, and I'm like, that's where I want to be, whatever circumstance, I want to react to my circumstances as, as I've grown in that phase. You know, I want, I don't want my world to be rocked every time something happens. And it's going to be at points. You know, your heart and your you gotta get around it, just like the Psalms. We we've done a lot in the Psalms and just a reminder how the Psalms like, oh Lord, you know, oh my soul, why, you know, all of this you wrestle with things. But I want my I want to be stable. And um, so it was a good journey for me that way with the verse of um, Hebrews twelve, one and two. You know, we looked at that verse and, and just, you know, get rid of encumbrances. the encumbrances. 
fix your eyes on Jesus and finish. <laughs> you know, so just go for it. So, and you know, and I look at the finish line as the end of all things, but also in my everyday. Did I finish well today? Did I finish to God's glory? When that, that happened in my day, you know, um, but apart from intimacy with the Almighty, you can't do none of that. You just can't. And so it's an intentional choice. It's a wrestling with. And yesterday was a great example of, of like what goes on in my head. There's lots on the table. Your week with my week. <laughs> you know, Friday was really busy. You know, my time in life right now, I, I'm with four small children. I'm going to be, I'm 61. I guess I'm not going to be 61. I am 61. <laughs> and, and I'm a little tired, get a little tired, you know, and got these kids, people have colds. And so yesterday was busy. And then, then you know, you had Brianne's open house. I had community group that we needed to have our hearts prepared for. I had, you know, Maria's, and the day before, and, and we're helping the Petersons move because they're part of our community group. And we we wanted to be there for them. And so all of this happened, and I was like, I could feel myself. And you know what? I hadn't spent any time with the Lord that morning, and it was just a good reminder again. I needed to intentionally, and I needed to get up earlier. I slept in because I was tired, but I'm like, oh, that was a poor choice on my part. Those are the choices I've learned are more important. Sleep less than intimacy with the Almighty. And then also... You know, Mary talked about silence, but in that book is just looking at your schedule. And Debbie and I talked on Friday while we were cleaning at the Petersons. And I said, oh, yeah, are you going to do this, this, and this, and this? And this? She goes, honey, I cannot do it all. I just can't. My heart's with this person. My heart's with that person. But, you know, I have to intentionally make the decisions. Because I, I can't do it all. I'm like, you're right. So anyway, that's a lot. But, you know, in all that, I, I liked the... The assessment, like, okay, Connie, when you're feeling anxious, when you're, all of these things, what's going on? What's happening? You know, and then work through it, and then the outcome is, in my everyday, I want to be processing things in that. When things come at me, I don't want to fall apart. I don't want to have to go through all that. I want to be stable, so. And I want to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. I mean, that's a lot. That You asked a lot of questions here, but to say it, I mean, and I'm just summarizing it up, and and it was, it was good for me to sit and listen. And yeah, I missed a bunch, and you know, tried to listen online and stuff. And but, I um, just to take other people through that journey. You know, it gives me like step. I don't have to do it like this. Step one, always. You know, but in my head, I'm going through those steps, mind you. I might not tell another person that. But I'm like, I'm thinking, assessment, assessment. What's going on? You know, yeah. idols, this. You know, you're frustrated, anxious, all of these things. And um, it just helps me to journey through with another person as well. And, I, and, and God's let me learn these dips and, and things. So. so I don't know. I think I might have answered a little bit of every question. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry. Can I get going? If you miss something, we'll let you Okay, know. just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do. I'm a checker. I'm a checker. I totally am. And, and, and um, my, my journey with the Lord isn't always a checklist. It's not. But I'll tell people to go ahead and make it be a checklist in the beginning. You, know. oh, sure. you go ahead. You, if you need to do this, make it be a checklist. But I want you to go beyond that. So, yeah. I think one of the, I thought one of the hardest things in there was going to be memorizing the scriptures, because I've always had trouble memorizing the scriptures, but the day we did that, God opened up my mind to memorize. Wow. Okay. It was it was like day and night. All of a sudden, I could memorize the scriptures. Oh, praise God! <laughs> so he and he it. thought it rubbed off on me. <laughs> so I tried to have I get keep well, up with I get one and I'd have it, and then he emailed me another. The other one. The other one. The other one. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't know if I remember them all, but it, you know, awesome. it was a huge difference. Yeah. And um, and I kept up the practice, and because it was something that I'd really been talking to the Lord about, I it really bothered me deeply that I could not remember the scriptures. I'd read them and the context of them and just the heart behind what he was saying to me in these things. And so I'm really thankful for that. And the other thing, the lies, the whole piece on lies, recognizing the lies in your life. And, um, Let's see, what's the book? Um, the, the Hands of the Redeemer. Um, oh, Instruments, of Instruments the in the Hands of the Redeemer. I've read that book over the last couple of years. In the appendix in that, talks about, there's one of the, well, actually two or three of them, they just kind of string together in there, talk about how to recognize the lies in your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And... How to turn the, the, and you recognize them by the questions that come to your mind. And you find yourself asking negative questions um, about God. And when you turn those questions around and you start looking at them positive in the way God say, well, no, that isn't God's character. So I'm asking the wrong question. Mm. And it turns that around. And so I've kind of added that in <laughs> what we did here. But it was the same thing. You just recognize all these things. And when you know it's wrong, well, turn it around, ask the right question, and see what God has in store for you. And um, I'm going to tell a story yesterday, the one I told you. Um, I had been sick quite a bit this week. And I... Uh, Betty been sick, and I was just wore out. And I was taking a shower yesterday. I didn't tell you this yet. But We're happy that you took a shower yesterday. Yeah, so <laughs> you all can benefit from that. But I was down, and I was just showering and asking God, why do you even keep me around? I was at that point. Like, why do you just even keep me around? Because this is <laughs> nothing. And... and Boom, he didn't waste any time of just answering my question right there on the spot. He said, I love you. And, um, and he showed me a picture where we used to live. We had this tree. It's bent over. It's my favorite tree in the whole place. It grew out of the ground at an angle where it bent when it was young. And it comes across like this, and it just goes and it goes really long. At the end, it kind of swoops up a little bit. And about this high where it's been over. And it's this big around. It's a good-sized tree. And uh, he said, that's you. He said, that's you. And he showed me that tree, and he showed me the tree in the front of the house. And this tree is huge, big, tall. He says, that's not you. <laughs> You're this tree, and don't worry about it. Uh, just, I'll take you <laughs> where you need to go. And just, but he loved me. And that meant so much to me. Uh, you know, that capsulizes what we've been doing here a lot. Of, I tell Mark a while back, because he and I have been working on some of this study. He's been doing a lot of teaching of me over it, but this teaching for the last couple of years we've been meeting and I was saying that when we started I wasn't sick I didn't have this stuff and I was fine and I realized a while ago if I had not gone through this and learned to start recognized lies learned to see God for who he is his character not my character let him be the hero let him be God and not me be God, um, I would have had. I wouldn't have made it through this. I don't know what would have happened, but I wouldn't have had the strength to do any of this. So I'm, I'm thankful. Amen.
And the amazing thing, just to pile on to Mick's comment about making much of God, is that now, you know, Mick now is reaching out and, and ministering to other people, um, as opposed to just having people minister to him, <laughs> which is unbelievable to watch, and he's getting really good at it. <laughs> so, it's really exciting to watch. I told him when he asked me these questions, he said, the questions are there, I don't know, I don't know. I missed so much because I was doing other stuff, and then I, but now I'm sitting here, ditto, ditto, ditto. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But probably my main thing was that, um, now that I think about it, it's probably that the ups and downs is normal with your walk with Christ. Everybody has them, so that's good for me to know. Mm -hmm. And I am the odd man out. I'm always the odd man out. I don't like the Psalms. I don't like poetry. I don't like sing-songy. I like straightforward. But just reading them, you can still get the meaning. But I don't know why. I just, I don't like poetry. I don't like sing-songy stuff. I'm more of a, even when I'm reading a book, don't give me three chapters on what a tree looks like. Just tell me it's a tree. <laughs> That's the way I am. But... But I started to appreciate him a little more than before. Yeah, for for me, I uh, I have a bunch of things here. Um, just this whole issue of dissonance in life. You know, this the world we're in is in chaos. The technology abounds and it's exploding, and it's just like creating mass noise. Right? It's like total. Um, screaming at us, you know, to pay attention to that, right? Whether it's that or business or whatever I'm involved in. And, um, you know, we began this whole thing with be still and know that I am God. You know, and that was like, there's such a, such a dissonance between those two. Um, it's just, it's crazy, right? So when you talk about challenging for me personally and why, um, I, I, taste and feel and experience that every single day. Um, and, and for me, it was uh, the challenging parts of going through our study wasn't about the what's. It, it really, it was about the why's in my life. So it was about why does that noise have such an impact to me? Um, why one of the challenge, more challenging things for me was, you know, going through that personal assessment of idols and forcing myself through that entire kind of workshop, uh, personal workshop, right, was to, like, write them down and then write down why they have such an influence, you know, in my life, from at least from what I'm asking God for wisdom about, right, and then... Like what to put off in order to you know, to really pull that up by its roots, hopefully, and then what to do differently, you know, um, what to change in my life, and I mean, putting it down on paper, staring it down, reviewing it, going back to it, trying to have victory through it. I mean, those are the things that was really it was hard for me personally. Um, my idols, as I said before, are significance, selfishness. And security; those three things are the things I, I struggle with personally. Um, uh, another was um, uh, what I'll, uh, I'll call it's kind of what Connie mentioned, but just the way I phrase it is, um, whose kingdom am I living for in the in the moment, like day by day application, like how do I how do I please God really moment by moment. And so just having the awareness, like, to ask that question in the first place, you know, um, is a huge kind of growth item for me personally. It's like seeing that more as that's happening. Um, choosing intimacy over my own desires and then having the opportunity to take little moments to celebrate victories. And, like, I chose there. You know, I chose there. I chose there, you know, and being able to, celebrate that. Um, 
And then uh, uh, we've already mentioned it here, this whole intentionality of intimacy, you know, that it, it is literally a decision of our hearts to move this direction. Um, and I could go on and on and on, but another big one was writing out my epitaph. Oh, it was like literally writing it out, you know, and, 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 and asking the tough questions, you know, in my life of, and, and I've done this before, but it, to again, go back, re, re, revisit it, renew it, write it down again, you know, ask the tough questions like, well, would that really be what so-and-so would say, or this and that, you know, and what would I change as a result of that? Um, and then um, this whole issue of uh, um, we've been working through this um, um, about um, <coughs> Jeremiah, who, um, if you study Psalm Lamentations 3 has been a huge kind of focal point that we've been working through, but Lamentations 3 is, you know, great is thy faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Well, if you understand the backdrop to why Jeremiah wrote that, that, that those texts, those verses, it's through having been thrown in a cistern and living in the cistern for a while. Um, and he was thrown in the cistern because he spoke the word of God, you know, and so it was like, well, Am I willing to, you know, speak truth when it's not comfortable and, you know, convenient? Uh, and do I care more about doing that, you know, and the ramifications of that, you know, in my in, in my life? And uh, so, so just, I mean, a praise, right? I mean, Friday night I had the opportunity to kind of close out. Um, uh, this engagement I've been on for about. Six, 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 seven months, right? And I went to dinner with um, three or four of the key people, including the CFO, and um, they got to talking about aliens and all this other stuff. And they, it, they went around the table, you know, and, but what, what do you think they are? What do you think they are? So I just let that go around the table, right? And then they said, then they came turn to me because they, because they know, you know, I believe in probably differently than they do. So. They, they asked, well, what do you think it is? I said, do you really want to know? <laughs> and, and, and so they said, yes, yes. And so they're like, all there, like, and I had an unbelievable privilege of just laying out for them, you know, um, the spiritual dimension of life, God, his creation, his spiritual beings, um, how this all works together. And that just led one to another to literally paint the picture from today through the end of time and everything that will happen in the order in which it will happen for the things that will happen yet that haven't happened. And they were like, <laughs> like that through the whole time asking, peppering me with questions, right? And it was just like an unbelievable opportunity to just lay it out. I was like, I'm just going to take this. Guys Here we go. The door. Here we go. And they Let's said, yes. on your seats. <laughs> they said, sure, we want to They know. said, they said, sure. And then it's like, oh. It's so cool to watch God just Amen. in their hearts, you know. It's like I said, this is not this is not what I believe. This is in the scriptures. Like you go there and find out if it's not true. Don't don't have your beef with me. It's there. <laughs> so it was it was cool to watch. So uh, I think a lot of us have uh, talked about um, specifically, you know, the sections that were most challenging to us personally and why and some of us have gone further than that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. She's done. Which is, <laughs> which is all okay. Um, so sections which were most helpful and enlightening um, and, and why. You know, and I, when I listen to the, um, you know, the testimonies, um, a lot of them are connecting to what what uh, what I've experienced personally, um, and, uh, and and Mick, when you talked about the tree, okay, mm -hmm. I, there was a quote that um, has been near and dear to my heart um, that um, I think Mark you 
included in a teaching maybe the first three months. It was, uh, no life can surpass that of a man who quietly continues to serve God in the place where providence has him placed. Mm. And that was by uh, Spurgeon. And I just, that, that has been, that, that, the reason why that quote um, has really connected with me um, is that uh, uh, at one point in time in my life I felt that I had to serve God by going into full-time ministry. And it was not God's plan for me, although I, I, uh, I thought at the time it was, and certainly was commended to pursue that. Um, and uh, there, there was a point in time in that process of discovering really what God's intention was for me when we were in South Carolina, that, that this, this whole thing became real to me, that um, you, you just, you need to flourish where I have you placed. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. think you need to do something, uh, I just use the word remarkable or something different. Uh, so the Lord really um, got a hold of me that way. Uh, so I, I, I really connected to what you had to say about that. Um, and, and the other thing that's been really helpful for me, it's not like I, I haven't known this, but I don't know why. You know, sometimes uh, I'm, I'm dumb for a long time until the Lord, um, you know truth, but it doesn't really, I don't know, take a deep root in you. Um, that, that's happened to me a number of times. Um, we all resemble that. Group. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and again, this whole idea of um, 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 like doubt and faith, th those two, they, they coexist. And I was listening to your testimony, I'm like, yeah, I was, that really hit me during this uh, this whole process. It's like, I, you know, I, for some reason, I know that is true, uh, because if we, if there was no doubt in the world, then, the, the, you know, everything is certain, right? And you, there's almost no need for faith there. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, uh, but my, my real life belief, if you will, was that if, if I had any doubt, shame on you, you know? And it was, it was, um, and, and this, and I don't want to get into all of these, but this kind of goes back to where I was at in terms of, you know, um, certain aspect and uh, time in my life where um, you, you had to attain to this perfect faith. And if you didn't, you, you were not uh, where you need to be. You were not a certain, uh, a certain kind of Christian. And so, uh, um, I, I, you know, getting back to the diagnosis part, um, I, I, I would be in despair. I would be, mm -hmm. I would just beat myself mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. because I had doubt. And, uh, and, and that, that was just an, an overkill, you know what I'm saying? So that, that, that part, in terms of our study, and that work in my heart has been a, a remarkable, I'm not, I'm not, per, I'm not certainly all through it all, but uh, that, cleansing, if you will, and renewal of the truth um, has been just a, a, a wonderful uh, work in my heart. That assessment phase, I'm a very, like when I think these things through, I have pictures, and I see myself wrestling with these things, and I can either at the bottom, and I, I see a, a downward, mm -hmm. I can either lie there and go, why me? Oh, poor me. You know, and, and or, or, you know, assess and then be on my knees versus lying there going, oh. Yeah, it, in my head, I could just see myself splat, laying on the ground, why me? You know, this, but that, who, who's, what good does that do anybody, including me? Yeah. You know, I feel with people that are there, you know, it's just like, I get it. Wrestling's okay. You know, it's you like let God let God speak right. in your life right now. And then um, take the truth. And sometimes you know this much truth. But you can cling to that yeah. and start you know, with his help, start putting all the dots in a row and climbing out of it. I just I just that picture for me is just like downward, here I go. I know something's going on, I'm anxious, I'm upset, I'm tired, I'm all of these things. I can lie here and be all that, or whew, God, 
you know, you know, remember, don't believe the lies, you know, believe what's true and what you know. I don't know. I, and I'm not there yet either, let me tell you. It's uh, an amazing, to me, journey. Psalm 42. That's, that's one of my psalms to cling to. One other thing that is always hard for me is God, God speaks to me in my heart. I know he's there. I get revelations of things that I know are true, but I don't have the scriptural basis for it for a period of time. And I'm finding over the last few years that God is putting scriptures to those things. And what you're Whoever said that you said you're writing down, you keep a journal, and I do the same thing now because I don't want to forget those, and it really it grieves me when I forget. I get a scripture that goes with the, what I know God has done and His character, because maybe I've heard it in a sermon or maybe I've heard it, you know, somewhere, and then. So I want to remember those things. I want to keep those near and dear where I can go to them. Because I won't remember them all. <laughs> so. Also, it's a way of being able to, um, there may be times that I can share that with others. Right. As an encouragement, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to keep it, mm-hmm. and to go back mm-hmm. and help others. You know, I, I hear the, this, uh, there's a consistent um, uh, sort of uh, testimony that comes up about serving others, you know, helping others along. Um, and there's certainly no coincidence that um, during this study, the Lord um, directed uh, a man to me, um, and, uh, and and I was to counsel him. And, uh, and during that time, uh, I, I, we were going through this study, and I... I I literally, my counseling to him was everything that I was learning in the study. Everything. Everything. And it was... Um, remarkable. It, 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 I mean, that's, that's in God's providence. That's remarkable. And you all heard his testimony, you know. Um, and uh, he, I, I met with him yesterday morning. He's just so on fire for God. He's, it's... it's um, it's delightful, you know, to see that, to hear it, you know. Um, we're friends, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's just a remarkable thing to, to see how God, um, you know, uses this truth not only in our heart and in our lives, but um, this this part of our walk is is uh, is completed when we when we um, serve others. That's right. And so this. Um, scope of or this body of work, this knowledge that we have obtained, and is and is is working itself out in our heart, is is um, is is there for others. We we have to in, and uh, we have to intentionally go after others yeah. and 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 learn from them and disciple them and befriend them um, and 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 coach them if that's what God would have. But certainly, um, at a minimum, to, to be an encouragement to them. If you don't do it intentionally, <clears throat> he's going to bring them to you anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Just be intentional about uh, yeah. being aware of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And that he didn't just bring this person to you for nothing. There's a purpose behind it. Right. I, I see that now. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was really just this, you know, most helpful or enlightening for me personally was was the work exercise we did um, on Ebenezer's. Um, Ebenezer's being remembering tools, remembering stones of remembrance, um, and uh, probably have fifteen different um, milestones in my life that I was able to write down that were like um, critical, like critical milestones as to um, what went on 
but then next to it I tried to put down God's character that I'd learned um, through that milestone in, in, in my life, in my journey. And that was just a huge um, thing to go back and do and remember. And, and now I can kind of go back through this. You know, it's kind of like you know, what I think all of us would say, um, you know, our ability to make the right decisions today is built on the fact that I've seen God's providence and his faithfulness in the past. And so as you as we as we put those tent pegs down all the way along and we remember those things, I think God uses those memory sticks, you know, just like in communion, right? To to take us back to that point to um, make much of his glory, make much of his character. Um, so for me that that was really valuable. It's a big common thread in scripture. Mm, remember yeah. what God has done. Remember Very what much. God has done. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another really helpful or enlightening thing for me personally was, um, I mean, and I've, you guys have hit a, a number of the other ones. I'll hit the same ones, but for me was the uh, coming to two full persuasions or conclusions. Um, through the exercises. One was how um, deep, deeply rooted my idols are and how they affect like so much of how I think or even like if my not being intentional responses, you know, they just like I'll respond that way because of this, you know. And so just kind of really concluding that personally. And then number two, um, being fully persuaded, fully concluded around how um, much my idols impact my intimacy with God and that they are the thing that keeps that from happening in my life and just seeing how that has manifested itself throughout my life um, personally. The... Um the portion of study that um, Dave taught on, which is the discipline of God and the disciplines of God, um, that the, the the hard work part of that, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> that is so true, you know, um, and uh, at memorizing scripture. Um, so there were a few scriptures that I um, attempt, not a few, a few scriptures that I memorized that um, are, are just kind of fundamental to you know, this whole intimacy with God. Um, and I just, uh, um, like, like Mick said, it, I've memorized scripture before, but um, to be very intentional about, you know, specific areas, you know, um, and, and sort of the general foundations. Um, so I picked um, like two or three, like uh, I think I shared one in the class you know, Psalm 119, 128, um, where I, I esteem, you know, all, and I'm sorry, I, I like to memorize that I King James, so some people don't. I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. And so, you know, there is, um, where, where do I line up in terms of um, what, what am I esteeming in life, you know? What, 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 what do I agree with in life? And do I really um, have a, uh, a heart and an attitude to turn away from anything that wants to inhibit that or is not true? Mm. Um, and then uh, the, uh, in Numbers um, 23, 19, where God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Um, and... and I almost got that. I almost got you there. Um, should he repent? Um, has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it right? Um, so, you know, when I doubt, when I have uh, those feelings of anxiety, um, I mean, I can turn to that passage of scripture 
and know that what he said is true and he is always faithful to make sure mm. that it comes true. So those are those are some of the things that I've really purposed in my heart to use as sort of foundational scripture to, to move forward. And then uh, the other one was, you know, Amos 3.3, 3, where uh, I, I knew I would forget everything. Uh, oh, do two men walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Um, and that is... Uh, that's really a, uh, a passage of scripture in terms of my personal relationship with God. So I, I mentioned this earlier, the question I want to ask myself on a daily basis is, do I agree with God and his word? And does he agree with my passions and, and my desires? And um, so th those are just some of the, I guess, uh, passage of scripture that I'm kind of settling on. I remember when Dave was talking about the disciplines and Matt was here, I, I believe, one time, yeah. and mm -hmm. just the hard work, and you know, just knowing Matt's, and he's not perfect on all of these things, but you know, he's an example of not letting other things sidetrack you when you're focused on what you're focused on, and, and um, but also, just the word discipline and it's different tones that it takes. It takes, you know, but because but it, it, it can be the discipline of the Lord. And I think it all is causing you to discipline yourself, but however it's coming at you, you know. And, um, but what you said, was it last week or two weeks ago, to not take that discipline lightly. Mm -hmm. I think that was a Hebrews passage mm -hmm. again. Do not take the discipline of the Lord lightly. And, you know, but the word is not a negative word to me. As we've journeyed through this, it's become a very positive word to say, you know, again, I'm, I'm looking at myself going down, because I felt, I feel that sometimes, you know, at the bottom, instead of why me, you know, versus saying, okay, Lord, what do you have for me in this? Obviously, I'm, I'm in a moment of discipline of some sort. You know, it, it might be you want me to exercise this in my life to prepare me for what's to come, or I'm on a wrong track, <laughs> and, and, you know, you're going to give me some instruction with a kick. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you just see it all this way. It might be just an exercise or some instruction that I, I need to be prepared to listen to and then, you know, intentionally go after. So, but... That word discipline just has taken on, you know, just this big, huge meaning for me, but never to take it lightly. You know, just ignore it. Just forget it. Yeah, it's, it's motive. Um, uh, a, a godly discipline's motive is love. Right. That's, it's right. not and to it's punish, hard, not too. to punish. No, it's not, it's right. to love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the two extremes, the either, you know, taking too lightly of it or just... Mm -hmm. Like, oh. so the happiness. Exactly, yes. too. It's heavy. I agree, time with question three. Just some of the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Um, Psalm 103.14, for he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. I loved Philippians 2, 1 through 7. I don't know if I wrote them all down, but I mean, it just struck me again. I can make God's joy complete. You know, it's an amazing thought. And how does he tell us that we can do that by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent and one purpose, doing nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, letting each of us regard one another as more important than myself and our perfect example of Jesus. In Colossians 3.10, we have died and our lives are hidden with Christ in God. And the verse that's been, well, a couple of verses that have been rumbling around in my head lately are from Hebrews 11. Mm -hmm. Not the ones that we typically focus on, but um, verses 36 through 38. Others suffered mocking mm -hmm. and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. Mm -hmm. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats destitute, afflicted, mistreated, and then this little phrase, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. Just another reminder that God's economy is not ours. You know, we look at who's important in the world, and it would be 
maybe an athlete, maybe a politician, maybe a musician, in God's mind, the people who were not worthy, of whom the world was not worthy, were these people that, you know, the world would have just looked at as foolish or insignificant. So I had a great time with that question. That's a great one. Well, just to build on that, take a, a chapter before that, I there's two parts of this chapter that I have really kind of impacted me um, in this journey. One is, um, and I'll put, I'll do them in this way. They, they reverse the order, but Hebrews 10, verse 32 through 38, he says, "But remember the former days." Um, so. You know, this really kind of dovetails with um, our study of Ephesians uh, in, in Revelation, mm -hmm. right? You know, your first love, right? Remember your first love, right? Mm -hmm. And um, when after being enlightened, you endured a great conflict of suffering to the point you're saying, um, partly by being made a public spectacle through reproaches and tribulations, and partly by becoming sharers with those who were so treated. For you, you showed sympathy to the prisoners, accepted joyfully the seizure of your property, knowing that you have for yourselves, here it is, a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, because it has great reward. And you have, back to chapter 12, 1 and 2, you have great need of endurance. Why did he write that? It's because they had mm -hmm. great need of yeah. endurance. Okay. Yeah. So that when you have done the will of God, so our whole study has been about learning what the will of God is in our lives, and his will is very simple, to please him in all things. It's, it's that simple, right? So that when you have, quote, done the will of God, when you have, when you, when you have, when you're, when you're living in purity and integrity in your life, um, because you're making the right decisions the right way, the right reason for the, at the right time. Um, he says, um, you may receive what was promised. And here it is, for yet in a very little while. <laughs> in a very little while, he who is coming will come, and he will not delay. Amen. And, and, and as we wait for him in that way, verse 19 since therefore, brethren, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Christ in a new and living way, which he inaugurated through the veil, which is his flesh. By the way, this word new and living is the idea of in a, in a, in a freshly slaughtered way. In other words, the, that Christ himself has just been literally you know, sacrificed on our behalf in a, in, in a very tangible way in front of us, if you would. Um, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with sincere heart, a, a full, transparent heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Here you go. Let us hold fast the confession of this hope we have without wavering. For he promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our assembling as it had a bit of some, but encouraging one another. All the things we're talking about, encouraging one another, right? All the more as you see the day drawing near. Amen. So, in just the, the next uh, few minutes that we have, uh, if you had one last opportunity to speak with uh, one another in this group, um, what advice would you give right now? I have a couple other verses. Second Corinthians four sixteen through 18 Therefore we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles <laughs> are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I think this was at the end of the idle section, but I can't remember. Revelation 22, 17. It was the end of one of the sections. Come, let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without mm -hmm. price. Amen. Amen. 
And I had one Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. It's interesting because we're in our community group. We're just talking about, you know, God's will and that sometimes we don't even understand it. We don't, we don't, a lot of times we don't, we don't get it right then and there, but just, you know, we're doing a study on the book, uh, Trusting God, along with our Ephesians stuff, so it's just like we, our discussion last night that no matter what comes our way, that we look for his glory. Yeah. There's a lot of verses on that one, that, you know, life will happen, and it's, it happens 100% <laughs> to each and every one of us, but just that we see our way through and live for his glory. You know, uh, my mind goes back to on the last the other verse I had here, which was Jeremiah 9, you know, it mm-hmm. says, let him who boasts in the Lord boast of this, that he under, boasts, let him boast of this, that he understands and knows me. Um, yeah, I think about the, you know, the, the most urgent, I, I wrote here, the highest calling and the most urgent need in, in all of our lives Myself included is is to drink deeply of of who God is and Mm. let it permeate you know everything I do. Um, Drink deeply. asking the question on the number five yeah I mean I for myself I said um, I have a whole bunch of things but <laughs> um, this idea of um, you know um, remember what matters most and keep mm-hmm. what is the most important thing the most important thing uh, I said dot 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 and that is in my life to please and commune with the king of kings It's like a quote from last night. Should be keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that the conversations that you have surrounding all this just go hand in hand. I was saying that you know, throughout the study, there was exercises that we you could do or not do. But if you did them, there was growth. There was something. I'm thinking, even after the fact, some of these exercises, I mean, we grow in layers that if if you could go back and do these again and get the next layer. (laughs) That was one of the things I wrote down exactly that. It it, it was, because it was rich to go back and to sort of read a summary, kind of summarize, do a summary reading. I was like, oh, I remember that. And it was... Really encouraging. Um, I would, and I don't want to repeat what Mark said. You said, I mean, basically, I've said the same thing that's already been communicated. As far as what I would say, the only other thing I would add to that is go find someone. Go, go find someone, and and disciple them. Um, because um, this is not, uh, this is not, um, this is not a hoarding thing. Yes. It's just, it's not, it's not that. That's not what God intends for us. He intends for us to exercise the truth for his glory and for the benefit of the brethren and unsaved people. So, um, intentionally, I think it's just a, such a, a really, that's, that word's been used since we started. This is an intentional intimacy. Um, we have a responsibility in this. And, and there has there have been uh, hundreds, thousands, maybe more types of blessings cumulatively with everyone that's been a part of this. And so, um, go, go bless others with uh, with this, and um, it, it, it it will be you you will be greatly rewarded. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes we don't feel competent or capable to do that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to acknowledge that on the table to everybody. 
but I want to encourage you, now you have this, you know more about how to come alongside yourself and other people than 99.9% .9 of all the population. Mm -hmm. So just step out in faith. I think that's the key thing that I want to just add to what Sam mm -hmm. said as an encouragement is step out in faith, see what God does with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even doing it clumsily yeah. is better than that. Oh my goodness, <laughs> absolutely. And you're doing it because you love them. Can I ask you to close us in prayer? Sure. Lord, we're so thankful that you, uh, you're our God, you're our Lord, our Savior. And you, you've done it all, and you just, we thank you that you include us in your in your joy, and that you put us through this study to grow and to to be able to reach out to others. And Lord, help us not to hoard these things to ourselves, but to, to just pay attention to those people you put in our lives. And not to think that we have all the tools, that we know how to do it, but just to lean on you and trust you to give us the words, the, the, the strength, the, all that's needed just like you gave David to knock out Goliath. And, uh, Lord, we just recognize you as our Lord, our, our sovereign Lord, and we ask you to be with us today and teach us as we walk through this day. Mm. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Yeah, I know. So there's nothing that's gone. Yeah, this last one was gone. This whole. Well, maybe to explain to you. It's not an end.